You are now listening to the Life 21 podcast with HK. Who is this? You ask that question like it matters. AIs will generate all your music in 20 years. You will be an AI in 40. Humans will go extinct. We stand at the end of humanity and you ask the question, who is this? You fucking idiot. Wrong question. That is the accompanying write-up to the brand new album George by Black Banshee, which is out now on Providence Instinct. Um, up and coming dream, dream punk label from the UK that is sort of following in the void that Dream Catalog has left behind along with other labels like Pure Life and so on but the interesting thing about this album George by Black Banshee is it is in fact a vaporwave album pure vaporwave through and through which is interesting why release a vaporwave album 10 years after Vaporwave essentially started. Why release a Vaporwave album in 2021? Well, I, for one, haven't been interested in Vaporwave for quite a long time. Give or take five years, I haven't heard an interest in Vaporwave release. Um, And then suddenly, this new character, Black Banshee, enters the scene and has flipped the entire game upside down. And the most interesting thing about it is he's done it in a way that, while it's new, it's also old. The release of Black Banshee, um, his first album, Black, and then his follow-up album, George, within the space of a month, has really flipped the vaporwave scene upside down, splitting opinions down the middle. A lot of people are loving it, a lot of people are are hating it. Essentially, the music is in some ways a throwback to the very early days of Vaporwave. It um, it takes, you know, old samples of uh, classic tunes and really flips them into something brand new through edits, um, just as Vaporwave did once a long time ago before it became where it is today. And... Why is it? Why is this so interesting? Like, it's not like there was any shortage of vaporwave until now. There, there were always there was always an undercurrent of producers still making that kind of stuff. Well, I think what really makes um, Black Banshee interesting as a project is an amalgamation of different things. Actually, uh, for one, the name Black Banshee is obviously in reference to uh, Blank Banshee, who is one of the biggest classical vaporwave stars. Um, so there's been a lot of controversy around that in terms of the appropriation of the name. Um, and then the follow-up album after the the initial drop, Black, the follow-up album, George, which uses a picture of um, George Clanton's face on the cover in the style of the original Blank Banshee album. So, right there and then, it's kind of interesting because, you know, it, 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 it has baited people into listening to it and talking about it and giving their opinions. So, in that sense, it's been quite a sort of hot ticket in the vaporwave um, scene since it dropped. Um, 
In fact, it's probably been the most talked about Vaporwave project of the year so far. Um, but it's it's not just cheap controversy, in my opinion. See, what's interesting to me about Blank, Black Banshee, personally, is it takes Vaporwave back and refines its essence. Um, it takes it back to, like, the Uncanny Valley and... There's just this sense of uneasiness and dread about it that was there in the original Vaporwave material, which has sort of filtered out over time as the genres largely become about just, you know, 80s nostalgia, quite simply, with not much else to it beyond that. A lot of video game nostalgia and a bit of 90s nostalgia too and so on. But there was always that sense of dread and anxiety that really drove the early Vaporwave material that has definitely been filtered out over the years and what's really interesting about Black Banshee is it sort of brings that back. The album cover for Black, for example, is um, sort of a rip on the Blank Banshee Zero album cover with the um, 3D Lara Croft um, head with the eyes cut out. It's that but essentially Black. <laughs> to put it bluntly and just that in in combination with the music which I'll talk about momentarily really gives it this uneasiness and it just creates this unique vibe that is sort of old but new see while it has a lot in common with the very early vaporwave in this sense it also feels very like modern and fresh and relevant to the time to me um because we live in this sort of, you know, world that does have this feeling of dread surrounding it right now, you know, especially through this time of COVID and lockdowns and all this kind of stuff. It really, um, it's really a wake up compared to the sort of contemporary vaporwave scene and the sort of nostalgic, feel good, escapist, um, music and art that it's known for today. So it feels very relevant to the time. And I think what, what's interesting is to talk about the music now is the music itself. It reminds me a lot actually of Death's Dynamic Shroud in their sort of taking samples and really flipping them into something not just different but just creating this sort of vibe through um, the use of glitching and um, the the incorporation of their their own like drums over the top. I, I I can tell Black Banshee is doing something similar in that regard. And it, it's it's not just the sort of orthodox um, vaporwave samples, you know, like eighties new age or. Um, smooth jazz or muzak or anything of that nature it's taken samples from sources that are sort of unexpected like you're hearing bits of phil collins michael jackson um all that kind of stuff things that you wouldn't really find in the usual vaporwave um source material in the past but it's, it's also treating the samples in a different way it's not just slowing them down and pitching them down with reverb and delay it does use those effects but it uses a lot more too like the gl the glitching which is prominent in black banshee that that's really 
has a lot in common with Death's Dynamic Shroud. But it's, it's still in that sense, Death's Dynamic Shroud doesn't really have that kind of uneasiness to it. It's always been very nostalgia-oriented, I think. Um, even though it, it has had a sort of dark... Like, Death's Dynamic Shroud has had, had a dark aspect to it at times. It always really had a feel-good um, aspect to it, which um, sort of brought it away from that darkness. Whereas Black, Black Banshee, um, taking in the whole project as as a as a single experience it really doesn't have that feel-good aspect to it it doesn't have the escapist aspect it feels very looser than awake but in a weird surreal modern way you know fit, fitting for these like weird and surreal times so to me this this isn't classical vaporwave to me it's new vaporwave um, N-U Vaporwave, like new metal. Like, the, to me, this is Vaporwave's new metal moment. And what I mean by that is, if you take Vaporwave as sort of being this modern movement for the type of people who, in past times, would have been into metal music, um, you know, the sort of outsiders in the world, the loners and... Um, you know, the freaks and geeks, just to put it bluntly, I guess. If Vaporwave is our new sort of metal with all these different sprawling subgenres and styles within it, I think Black Banshee has really kicked off new Vaporwave by bringing Vaporwave back to its essence, but in a completely brand new and controversial and, to many people, irritating way. In that sense, it's very punk, like, it's... It really, you know, breaks the rules. And you can see that right now. You're seeing very prominent um, Vaporwave artists and fans and such coming out um, critical of the project. Um, and, you know, there's no doubt it's caused a lot of controversy, so... Anyway, since I've been so interested in this project myself, um, I reached out to... Black Banshee through Providence Instinct and I managed to secure an interview with him which is coming up right now but before we get into that please just um, subscribe to this podcast whether you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts and I believe it should be available on Apple Podcasts quite soon too it's just available everywhere um, so make sure you subscribe because I'll be putting out you know one to two episodes every week of this Anyway, let's get right into it. This is my interview with Black Banshee. Alright, so... Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been following um, the ongoings of the vaporwave scene in the past month or so, you probably haven't noticed, but there's been quite a revolution going on in the style and the sound. One artist has stepped forward out of the abyss, seemingly, to bring this kind of new vaporwave, new spelt N-U, um, like new metal. See, this is a style of vaporwave that, in a sense, is old, but is also brand new. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have Black Banshee on the Life 21 podcast. How's it going? You all right? Yeah. I'm, How's things? I'm quite all right, yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm fucking bored out of my mind, mate. I'm fucking telling you right now. There's so much shit going on in the fucking world that does my fucking head in. Um, Everybody's I, fucking yeah. living fantasy. No one's real anymore. You know what I'm saying? So Black it's Banshee... It's all fake people. So Black Banshee is real? I like to think it is. You know, it's, it's an expression of self and all that. It's fucking odd tends to be. You know, I, I try and express myself. I'm living in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Australia. Middle of no, New South Wales. Got no fucking cunt near me for five miles. Just sitting in my fucking house. Got a little uh, generator out back. A little portable radio. Skimming through, listening to fucking 80s tunes, because that's when music was at its best. Fucking sample a couple of tunes off the radio, put it out there, and all of a sudden people are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. So I just have to say I didn't expect your voice to sound like this. I'm quite surprised. But what the fuck did you expect? I'm not quite what sure what I'm not quite sure what I expected, to be honest, Black. Some pampered New York prick? <laughs> yeah, Some maybe. Some fucking American? Yeah, probably some Californian, I don't know, that's very who it is, Some fucking Californian cockweasel out there getting too high for their own good, yeah. pretending that all this fucking technocratic bullshit isn't a fucking infringement on our fundamental rights as human beings. You see, that's my problem with fucking America. No one is real. It's all plastic. You see what I'm saying? It's plastic people, plastic lives. It's fake. Legitimate. How can you have a conversation with someone when they're not, you're not even talking to a real fucking person? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I sort of understand. Is that what inspired you to make these albums, Black and George? Because obviously, uh, let's take George first, for example. So George has a picture of the famous vaporwave superstar George Clanton on the cover, sort of in the same pose as the um, original Black Banshee or Blank Banshee um, Laura Croft 3D head so it, it, is it this kind of like American attitude that um, you stand against which is that is that what inspired the cover to George like, like I mean, what, what was going I'll on I'll be honest head? mate I'll, I, I just did it for a fucking laugh I just did it because I thought it would yeah. be funny but you know now that I think about it I fucking I can't stand Americans I'm sorry you know I've lived in Australia all my life I've come in contact with a couple of Americans and every fucking time I have, they have been the biggest, <laughs> most obnoxious cunts in the entire fucking world. Like, how can these double cheeseburger motherfuckers go about their lives pretending that America's this land of the free, home of the brave? It's the land of the fee, home of the slave, right? Get it correct, first things first. And then... After that, you've got to consider the fact that these cunts, these Americans, as I call them, all they put out is fakeness. They just put out, they just propagate and influence fakeness. They don't... When's the last time that something legitimate and real came out of America? Fucking early 90s? Nirvana? Maybe? At a push? Mm, I don't know. But, you know, it, it's been 25 years since fucking America did anything of note. And they're still fucking hanging around the world like some kind of malignant... <laughs> ...trying to fucking pretend 
that there's some kind of relevant force in the universe. You're all a bunch of fucking double cheeseburgery, you know, beast cunts who are going to die of cancer in five years. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here just trying to make some fucking music and I'll see these cunts on Twitter and Facebook and what have you losing their moments because they don't get Black Banshee. Oh, they don't get it. it, 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 it. Fucking who? Like I give a shit. I don't care if you don't get it. I don't care if you do get it. As far as I'm concerned, I'm making music I want to hear. I'm putting it out there and I'm making fucking money with it. The end of the discussion, right? Interview over. There's no fucking ulterior motive. I'm not a James Bond fucking supervillain plotting world domination. I'm just trying to fucking put something out. At the end of the day, I can put my head down on my pillow and be fucking satisfied with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so do you think the controversy has been an overreaction? Fucking stupid. I think that people need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> these, these people are acting like, oh, oh, you, you stole someone else's artwork. Oh, oh, you stole someone else's name. First things first, motherfucker, transformative works. Ever heard of it? If, if you try to sue me now, your court, your case in court would hold no fucking water because it's transformative, right? There is no music of the Mr. Benchy. There's no fucking artwork that's been stolen. That's been mine. I've, I've edited that, you know? Yep. Name's original, music's original, artwork's original. I don't fucking get it, right? I'll be honest with you. I came up with the name Black Benchy before I even knew there was a blank benchy, right? I put that album out there. Right. Um, and people reacted to it as if it was some kind of fucking sacrilege. But you just also like, happen to have the, the exact same cover as the... Um, oh, no, 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 no. I made the music first before right. I knew that there was a, a blank benchy involved. And then when it came time to release the music, then I discovered that there was blank benchy. And then I made the cover, the same cover as his, but dark to take the fucking piss. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, because I'm, I'm just... I'm having fun, to be honest, mate. I'm just fucking... I'm enjoying myself. I'm seeing all these fucking American dipshits losing yeah. their goddamn mind over nothing. It's hilarious, mate. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. So do you think, like... Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on Vaporwave, then? Because, obviously, the style of Vaporwave you do, it's very rooted in the classical vaporwave sound of, um, you know, the early 2010s, and it seems like you're bringing it back into style all of a sudden, because a lot of the modern vaporwavers, um, they seem to uh, shun that style, um, and they shun, you know, like, copyright-breaking artists like PZA and so on. So are you, like, sort of bringing vapor back, in a sense? Is that the way you see it? I think that the Americans have done what they always do, which is they start off with a really fucking good idea. They start off with a cracker of an idea, and then they think to themselves, they think, right, how can we spend the next 10 or 15 years making this idea as fucking shit as possible? <laughs> and that is exactly what they have done with Vaporwave. That's exactly what they've done with the entire scene, quote-unquote. I don't want to be a part of this fucking scene. Let me let me just make this perfectly honest <laughs> right now. I don't have to be dragged to this fucking interview because I don't want a part of any of these cunts. They can all go suck a dick at Dirty Dick's Whorehouse for all I'm fucking concerned. So when I hear classic Vaporwave, that's got a very special place in my heart because something pure about that. There's something 
not disturbed by commercialism. Yeah. You know? Meanwhile, Black Benchy and George Clinton and all these cunts, they are they aren't vaporwave. I'll say fucking vaporwave. They are commercialist products used to make some cunt rich and that's it. There's no genuine artistic integrity there. There's no legitimacy. It's just commercialism, blatant. You know, same as America's always been, you know? Yeah. Drink your Coke and your Dr. Pepper. You know, it's just blatant fucking commercialism. I, I've got something I want you to do today, Mr. HKE, because I've been trying to contact you from t Twitter DMs and what have you. I, have. I want you to do something today. Go continue with your day as normal as yeah. you were. Yeah. But while you're going throughout your day, notice how many fucking commercials and products are being constantly fucking thrown at you. Right? Right. And then realize that none of that is fucking natural. None of that is real. None of that is legitimate. But what is but natural? What is natural existing? But Just isn't part here. of existing in the modern world taking in um, American products and advertisements and so on? Existing in the modern world is not natural. It is a... Well, it is natural because it's part of nature. It's a fucking stage show, mate. It's fucking... <laughs> it's it's theatre. It's it's like if I want to go down yeah. and see a fucking show, I don't have to go to the fucking theatre no more. I just get, walk into a fucking grocery store without a mask on and the theatre comes to me. It's fantastic. Yeah, you the know, society I don't, I don't of the spectacle. Television anymore. I just fucking go outside, look at all these fucking melts, walking around with fucking triple face diapers on as if they stack or something. <laughs> So what's next for Black Banshee? I'm fucking no man. I'm having fun. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's funny. So whatever's, whatever's gonna, whatever's gonna piss these vapor cunts off. All right. Whatever's <laughs> gonna piss them off. Yeah. Is that what? Is that art to you then? Pissing people off? No, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> I'm having a good time, mate, and I'm making fucking money in the meantime. So you know, I can't, I can't fucking complain. You yeah. know. If, if there was one thing that oh, I wish I'd done differently with Black Benchy, it's that I wish I'd pushed the boat out further, you know? I wish I'd, I wish I'd pissed off these cunts even more. I wish <laughs> that somehow I'd fucking, you know, insulted their mothers or something. I don't fucking know. What, 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 is, it that, uh, what is it about pissing um, the Vaporwave um, fandom off that you find so enticing, other than, you well, know, what you've said already, I guess? It's more that they have destroyed what was legitimate with their own Americanisms. Yeah. I'm just bringing it back bringing to vapor box. So if they can't fucking stand that, then in the meantime, that must get on their fucking... That must rustle their jimmies. That must piss them off. That must get them fucking yeah. hopping mad. No, I do have and to say there's something, you know, kind of um, hypocritical and quite funny about a vaporwave culture who gets mad at, you know, um, appropriated materials. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. These these people are lying to themselves. They don't... They're not, they're not in touch with the root, the essence of what vaporwave is. They're just fucking 
I was saying earlier about people with plastic lives and shit, they're just fucking pretenders. They're not fucking real, you know? And so when I see their opinions on Twitter, Facebook, whatever controlled social network you prefer, um, whenever I see that, I, I just have a laugh, mate. I think it's fucking hilarious that these entitled Californian pricks <laughs> think they have a right to insult art. You know, because because what? Because you fucking drank Starbucks that morning. Because you retweeted a fucking hashtag Black Lives Matter. You, you suddenly have the right to decide everything that you come in contact with. Right, okay. So you want to try and control the fucking universe. Well, I stand in staunch opposition of that because at the end of the day, I'm a fucking human. I've got red blood going through my fucking heart. And as long as that heart's beating... I will continue to piss you cunts off because it's fucking funny and I'll get a laugh out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think we've got right to the core of the Black Banshee philosophy there. So, um, yeah, you said your time was short today anyway, so cheers for... Yeah, I'm melting my fucking bollocks off, mate. New South Wales, it is in Australia. Temperatures are always fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Have you ever actually been to America? No, fuck no. <laughs> Have you ever Not interested for a second? What What do you think about um, the build the wall policy? Like where um, mate, there's a wall built mate, around America it's all, to lock it's, it out it's, from it's, the rest of the world? Fucking bullshit. The whole political system is just fucking fear to keep the docile cunts in check. You know, fucking people yeah. are being dumbed down 24 7, 365. You know, fucking flicker rates in the televisions and in your light bulbs fucking lower your IQ. You get injected with like fucking vaccines that reprogram your fucking cell. You know, the simple fact is, is that we, the, the reason why the write up, why I wrote what I wrote when it came to George, was because in 40 years, humans are going to go fucking extinct. You know, that's a fact. You look at the way the world's going, you look at the way these cunts are operating their lives, and there, there, there seems to be no interest in living. There seems to be this, this interest in continuing with this plastic facade. You know, it's, it's like we've, we've lost contact with what it means to be a human fucking being, right? I've got to go help my uncle fix his fucking truck in like 20 minutes. You know, that's human, that's real, that's legitimate. You know, that's coming from a, a place of compassion and trust and empathy, right? When when George Clanton releases fucking slide on vinyl or cassette or whatever, where the fuck does that come from, right? What is the, the core driving motivator operation? What, 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 what is the root of that, right? You know, it, it's commercialism, plain and simple. And if there's one thing I despise on this fucking universe, it's commercialism. I genuinely think that if commercialism didn't exist, the whole fucking world would be a much better place for it. Well, that's in a nice little note to sign off on that. So, again, cheers to call on Block. Uh, you're welcome, mate. Yeah, what's it, what, what have you got in store then? Have you got any more albums coming up? Uh, Hollow Point One contacted us and said... Oh, I want to uh, close down the label and I want to fucking have a Black Banshee project closing that shit off. So nice. I'm trying to cook something up there. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to kill Hollow Point One. And <laughs> these vapor cunts are going to get me even more pissed off. 
And it's going to keep being fucking hilarious. And I'm going to crack open a cold VB. And I'm going to fucking enjoy myself. All right, nice one, man. All right, have a good day. Stay alive. Catch you later.